Hello and welcome to my art update podcast thingy. This is episode 24. That escalated quickly. Uh, just the usual boodly doo, boo here. Uh, the purpose of the podcast is to update people who know me, Andrew Wilner, about what's been going on creatively for me over the last week. Of course, uh, some life updates get rolled into that too. So I, if you don't know me and you've never heard of me, you can, you know, maboodle away. If this is your first update and you haven't been keeping up with me over the years, I suggest checking out update number one, maybe update number two to bring yourself, well, up to date before, you know, jumping back here. But, you know, not necessary. You can just dive in. Uh, so, starting with the YTG updates, I guess, we've had not one but three rehearsals since my last update. Four, if you include the tech day we did on Wednesday with a subset of the ensemble. Usually in June, we're at only two rehearsals a week, but it, it looks like we're going to be going to like three days already, uh, at least in weeks that the hula ladies aren't in the venue. <laughs> uh, although, yeah, we might end up making that other day uh, a uh, like a day where we meet in person not in a rehearsal and do talky talky stuff so that we're not wasting rehearsal time on that or limited rehearsal time on that uh anyway it's good uh but between that and teaching that only leaves me one day a week at home uh in in weeks where we have the three rehearsals to do uh to do personal admin ytg admin housework and uh, any freelancing work i can get if i can get it not really getting it anyway yikes uh, so right uh, into the Jekyll and Hyde main stage update, we, uh, I met with Noriko last week and firmed up all the rehearsal and performance dates. Uh, we added a new member to the ensemble. Merritt joined us. She's our summer intern. She's domestic. She's, uh, studying at Temple University. So she didn't fly in. Uh, and we've got actually four, four or five days until we add the next person. And, uh, yeah, so the ensemble is growing. Robin... It's also been shrinking in a way because Robin, Javid, and Kevin were all sick this week at various times. Robin's actually been sick. Essentially came in on Monday with what we thought were allergies. Allergy pills didn't work and they were coughing a lot. So I sent them home. Javid uh, was sick on Thursday. Kevin came into rehearsal not feeling well and because the other two were sick. I just, I, I just sent him home. Uh, yeah, so I sent two people home this week for, for being sick. This is a complete... 180 from what I would have done even three years ago. This is sort of, you know, what was drilled into my head in theater schools. You know, you're there, you're there all the time. It doesn't matter if you're not feeling well. I was, I was talking with the ensemble this weekend, telling them, you know, about going into classes when I was running a, a really high fever a couple times because I was so scared of getting kicked out of the program because what the acting program anyway, because three absences meant uh, you were kicked out. I was just always all like, even outside of university, all my, all my theater teachers and mentors were always really big on just being being there, being in the room and how important it was. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I think that's probably not the way things work anymore. I mean, I don't want an actor coming in, coming in sick. I mean, it's one thing on a performance day when, you know, there's everybody's livelihood is at stake, especially in like a cooperative, a cooperative show or a small show. But I mean during rehearsal when they're going to get everybody else sick and mess everything up? No, absolutely not. And just, just from a humanitarian point of view, I think people should rest when they're sick and get better. Yeah, so I've really changed my view on that a lot, really, in the last just few years. Makes me wonder how I was such a horrible person for so long. I mean, I never forced anyone to come in, but I'd when no one was looking and someone had, you know, can't, didn't come into rehearsal because they weren't feeling well, I did kind of roll my eyes. 
because I would dra drag myself in. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I used to be kind of a jerk. Uh, yeah, so we spent this week on more getting to know everybody's type stuff as well as improvisational exercises so to try to generate material. Uh, Mike is very into like generating material right away. I'm more into, I'm more into like, let's just get, let's just do stuff. Let's create stuff, but with no expectation or thought that it might end up in the show that doesn't even have to be connected to the show. Let's just try to, you know, get those creative juices flowing and figure out how we work together as a group. Um, there's lots of talking about duality as the core theme. I mean, I think multiplicity is better, meaning like the multiplicity of sort of the human uh, persona, so to speak. But uh, yeah, that's sort of, we did a lot of talking about that. Uh, I introduced everyone on last Thursday to my idea for a potential story for the piece broadly. And I, because I don't want to get into too much detail just because we might not use it. And, and if we do use it, I don't want to spoiler it too much. But it's about Hyde, seeing Hyde as a revolutionary uh, anarchist movement leader, a little like, uh, a little bit like the character V in V for Vendetta, the comic book, not the movie. Uh, yeah, because the, the character in the comic book is much more dangerous and he's not just an anti-hero, he's kind of like an anti-society. He's, he's, he's really a true anarchist. Um, the character in the... Yeah, so the character in the book, Jekyll and Hyde, who narrates the most, who's usually our point of view characters, this guy, this lawyer called Utterson, who we kind of didn't really use that much in the showcase. I think he appeared in one scene. Anyway, the idea with my story is that Utterson is going to be sucked into sort of Hyde's world of uh, revolution, and he becomes radicalized by Hyde. And uh, in the end, Utterson will have to make a choice about whether to support Hyde or turn him in to the authorities, who are very, very, very brutal in this in this idea of a world that I've thought of. Anyway, so that's the those are the broad strokes outline of that. Um, I'm planning to post some photos in the show notes for this. You'll have to jump. Uh, you'll have to jump through to the website to read them. They probably won't show up in your podcast viewer. Uh, so yeah, go to go to awolner.com forward slash updates if for some reason you can't do that directly from your podcast reader. All right, other updates. Uh, Nerd night, fiftieth uh, show tonight. It's a very, very arbitrary number because we canceled a show a couple of months ago. So this would make it the 49th show. But we also did uh, six or seven shows online while the uh, while the while Nerd Night was in hiatus that we numbered with like. So because I wanted 42 to be the first show back. So it was like 41.1, 41.2, that kind of thing. Uh, so technically, I th and, and then also it doesn't include two un unnumbered shows, one which was a comedy a comedy thing and one that was like a theater and science kind of evening. So neither of those were counted in the official numbering. So I think someone has totaled them up and we're actually like at 50 something. But anyway, if you want to watch it online, uh, you can watch it for free at tokyo.nerdnight.com. If you want to come and watch it in person, it costs a thousand yen and it's at the, uh, it's at the theater. You can also just get your, you can check out the, the details at tokyo.nerdnight.com. Night, by the way, in Nerd Night is spelled N-I-T-E. I don't know why a nerd would allow that have allowed that to happen when this event started, but hey, it's not my call. Uh, for those of you who do want to attend in person, there will be cake. Roger Sono, man about town, is making us uh, an amazing vegan cake. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, podcast updates, still need to check Kate's edits. Photography updates, I, I did shoot an SEC event last weekend. Uh, no time to develop those photos yet. I just sent them in the group shot, and I will hopefully get those done this weekend. Life updates. Uh, Isadora came, taught my university class this past week. Uh, 
That went well. I've got Mike coming in next week. Hammy, my son, is uh, very interested in plastic beads. So these are these like beads that you put on these sort of plastic things to make patterns and designs, and then you iron them, and the heat of the iron expands the beads and sort of sticks them to each other. And so he suddenly got very interested in making art this way. He made a little portrait of my head last night. Um, it's not it's not ironed yet. It's ready to go tonight to be ironed. Uh, I won't be home, so I'll I'll get it probably tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but he bought yesterday. The the delivery came. He's been waiting that for this for days. It was about seven thousand yen worth of beads, which is so it's this huge box just full of like different color plastic beads and the mounts for them and all the tools, little the little tweezers that you need to sort of put them put them put them on the uh, the little mount things. Anyway, and mostly his own money. So. Yeah, I guess he's I guess he's really into this, which is great because it's so weird. He doesn't he doesn't normally like art. He doesn't like drawing. He only draws things for like really specific reasons, like if he's making uh his own uh card game or something like that. But even then he 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 prefers not to draw a lot of the time and he just likes to just write the stats. So this is this is interesting that he's he's into this specific type of art. Um yeah, other updates. <sighs> yeah, I mentioned you know, I only have one day a week now, right now to do sort of freelancing stuff, unless I do weekends or whatever, but I'm, I'm actually not getting any freelance work. It's very frustrating. Uh, I haven't been able to get any regularly sort of not any regular, I haven't regularly been able to get paid gigs. It's basically been Netflix and a couple of photography things. What like this SEC thing will be a little bit of chump change. I don't charge them full price. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people want me to go and do stuff and help them out on things, but they, they can't pay or they won't pay. Uh, I want to say yes to a lot of these things, but I can't because I just, I can't afford to take that time away from doing the personal admin if I'm not getting paid. Anyway, I've got to go prep for tonight's nerd night, so I will catch you next time. Uh, yeah, Andrew out. Andrew out.